27 minutes to 5 on SFM. As you know that uh, July is savings month in South Africa. And this year the focus is family on finding ways to save. Hashtag ways to, uh, ways to save. And adapting uh, financial plans uh, as we face this uh, uh, hectic, hectic uh, 2020 and the challenges it brings. Now the South African uh, Savings Institute will be focusing on financial education throughout July, bringing together financial experts to provide tangible insights on savings in the hashtag way to save webinar series. Now, the CEO, Gerald Mwandiambira, uh, joins us on the line. I wish we could say Happy Youth Month, but uh, we can say Happy Savings Month. Gerald, good morning this morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning us. and good morning to all the SFM listeners. Are you well, sir? Oh, I'm great. Bright and early. <laughs> <laughs> Trust us that to disrupt your sleeping patterns, eh? <laughs> no, I'm normally after this time anyway, so that's fine. Well, what do you guys do when you're up so early? Normally, I'm preparing to go out and brave the cold and try to get some kilos shed on my big frame. So, yeah, I go out on a run, normally around five. So, it takes a while to get that body up, especially yeah. the older you get. <laughs> you and Kava can spend some running time together because she's a runner of note as well. I'm trying. I'm trying to do, do that, yeah. It's a new month and the pandemic is forcing us to find new ways to look after our money and hold on to it a little longer. Can you talk to us about how the, you know, the pandemic is impacting us? Look, um, because the pandemic is, it has spared the most South African, I think there's no one who can say it has not impacted on their life in one way or the other. And it's brought to the fore something we always do every year, July Savings Month, where we encourage South Africans to just apply their minds to how they save and invest their money. And this year, ways to save is actually a very significant topic because um, it's almost ways to survive. Because if you cannot save money at this particular time, you, you really are playing with fire because there's so much uncertainty for many South Africans with regards to their finances um, due to the pandemic. And already others are already feeling the pinch in that some incomes are being cancelled in terms of retrenchments going on, or at least you might know that there's potential retrenchment because you've received a Section 189 notice. Also, our ability to try and save has been severely impacted. Well, definitely. It's, it's, it's a given that you cannot save without an income. So if your income is under threat, then you need to also realize your, um, your savings are also under threat. So what we're trying to do is just to get that conversation as usual, um, in July, but more importantly, you know, try and apply it into the current situation where everybody knows that they're trying to save that little bit more to survive. Your focus uh, this year, um, seeing that uh, you have gone digital, can you unpack that for us? What, what, what is the focus this time? Well, with, with social distancing, we can't you have our usual July activations where we get people together into a room and you know, they interact. So what we've done is we've gone digital in that we're going to have a series of webinars called um, um, the Ways to Save webinars. And these webinars will have various um, speakers and financial experts sharing their knowledge and how it can be applied, 
especially in the current circumstances um, which are affecting most South Africans. Um, the first webinar will be on July the 8th, and these webinars are free. Uh, anyone can log on to the ways to save.co.za, ways to save.co.za, or savingsinstitute.co.za, savingsinstitute.co.za website to participate in these webinars. And I think they'll be a great value um, and added incentive with each of these um, webinars is that we have the Ways to Save Challenge, which is a series of tasks you do if you register for these webinars and you stand a chance to win 10,000 Rand in a tax-free savings account. And obviously 10,000 Rand right now is worth a lot more than it usually is because of how tight money is right now. So that's a kind gift which um, we're working with our sponsors, APSA. Uh, that 10,000 Rand is music to my ears, Gerald. <laughs> Well, you've got 10,000 reasons to log on to the Ways to Save Challenge and participate in those webinars. There's nothing better than knowing that you're increasing your knowledge, giving yourself some um, found financial guidance, whilst at the same time spending a chance to win 10,000 rand. And the nice thing is there's only 500 people in each webinar, so you stand a 1 in 500 chance of walking off with 10,000 rand. Mm, the odds are good. The odds are good. Mm, definitely, definitely. Um, the culture of getting into debt, uh, Gerald, you find even when we don't make as much, I don't know whether debt has got some kind of status, that even if we can't afford it, but we have it, you know, we're flashing cards and all over the show. In terms of us managing debt to facilitate saving, how are we doing that? Look, I think um, it's, it's, it's something which a lot of people are going to view very differently after this current crisis, because... For a lot of people, they've had to negotiate payment holidays and all sorts of arrangements just to survive going forward. And debt attractiveness, I think, has somewhat diminished um, due to the lockdown. We've also learned that some of the things we held with high importance as part of our status symbols have little value. I mean, you've got some people who've had their cars literally parked for almost three months. Um, whilst they're feeling the, the burden of the debt associated with that asset. Uh, same thing with some of these assets, you've been paying insurance on them, and suddenly realizing, yo, 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 this is how much I pay just to have the, the privilege of having this asset. I think a lot of people will view debt differently um, after this crisis is, is seen through. And the worst part about it is that, you know, we, we're reading the news and we're hearing the news that we're only entering the eye of the storm now. So, you know, in terms of exiting the actual um, pandemic, in terms of seeing the aftermath, we could be two or three months away from that, and already people are severely financially constrained. There's no shame in downgrading, would you say? Well, I would say so, definitely. I think in my other life where I do financial planning advice as well, I would say look at the things which affect, affect your fate. Fate being F-A-T-E. F standing for food, um, which is faith standing for the four things which you spend the most money on. F for food, A is your accommodation or your mortgage, T is your transport, and E is often your education or children-related expenses. You have to find a way of saving your faith in terms of finding things you can cut back on in those four categories because they represent where most of your money goes. Um, and there is definitely no shame in considering downgrades at this point with regards to either how you eat, um, how you live, um, how you travel, or how you educate your children. Yeah, young people, 
are going to really feel it because uh, the they want to start up. They want to save for that first um, um, asset and so forth. What can you say about them? Look, for the young people, let's put it this way. If you're privileged enough to be in employment and you're young, there's never been a better time to buy a house. <laughs> the, 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 the mortgage rates are as low as the, you've probably seen them um, in your lifetime. So I think, you know, there's two sides to the coin. This, this pandemic has presented an excellent opportunity for those who have been saving um, and those who are able to, 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 to keep their income to basically focus on things like um, getting a home. Um, there's never a better opportunity to do that. For some other young people, this pandemic has also shown them that a lot of the money they've been spending on lifestyle expenses like eating out and alcohol and, um, and cigarettes, etc., um, they've been able to save because they haven't had access to, to, to do all the things they normally do. So suddenly they can realize it's possible to save. So I think we need to look at this current environment with a positive spin to say, look, what have I learned from this pandemic? Have I learned that I can do without certain things I thought were important? Yes. Um, how much have I managed to save from that? And how can I apply this savings into my future? Um, and assuming that your future is one where you can preserve your income. If you're someone who's um, now in a situation where your income is under threat, you then definitely have to reconsider those four categories I told you or I mentioned earlier to say, look, um, you, let's start thinking of ways to save um, in those categories. And I think it's also important that we realize on the Ways to Save webinar series, the different topics we'll be covering um, from how you can have those savings hacks like family stock files and find ways of easy, easily trying to save money, um, right through to the difficult conversations of money and your health. Uh, in terms of realizing that there is an emotional and physical strain um, on everyone right now because of the crisis. And these are some of the invisible um, challenges we are all facing where individually we are all anxious, we are all uncertain, and we need to know how to cope because our mental state also ultimately has a say in how we conduct ourselves, um, in how we spend and how we save. A worry around money and mental health, uh, Gerald, because, yay, in the last while, as uh, the, the lockdown was beginning to bite, uh, mental health became a big problem. Coupled with uh, the, the inability to save as much as we need, it's going to be worse. I think indeed. I think a lot of the crises we're facing, which are coming out in the media, like GBV, etc., uh, are, are directly a result of mental stress. And um, it's something we live with or try and ignore. But I think at this particular time, your financial health and your financial wellness is very important. So in the seminars uh, or the webinars, we'll be discussing some of these hard topics to say how can we um, position ourselves so that we are mentally able to cope with the challenges um, so that we can actually you know, participate with our families in terms of um, educating and conversing around the table um, the topic of money because there will be changes. Change is coming, nephew, as a preacher would say. Um, so let, 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 let's actually have those difficult dis discussions in terms of saying where, where can we cut back and what can we do to basically um, preserve ourselves for another day. And, and for some of us, you know, some of, well, some of the webinars will tackle just bouncing back. Um, where yes. you know it's inevitable because of your cutbacks, because of your lost income, it's going to affect your financial standing. So definitely, definitely you need to look ahead and say, how can I bounce back from what I'm facing? 
So you're going to be looking at bouncing back post-COVID-19. You're going to be looking at um, how to reorganize your debt, that type of thing, and also mental health at these webinars. Well, definitely, those are some of the topics on the webinars. Um, for the full series of webinars and registration for each one, I think the best thing I would advise right now is just to log on to that Ways um, to Save um, website, which is waystosave.co.za. And essentially, our theme is building financial resilience in uncertain times. So by building financial resilience in uncertain times, the actual topics are knowing how to grow your money, um, how to run small business, um, rebuilding your finances during COVID-19 and beyond, um, ultimate savings hacks, tools we need to know how to save, and obviously your financial health and your well-being at this particular time. So those are the current webinars we have scheduled, and we are looking at adding another one or two probably into Women's Month. We will also have um, a webinar directed specifically to the finances of the fairer sex. Moving back home, uh, at some point it was, uh, you know, touted as, uh, as a way for young people to save money because when we start out, we want to be on our own and reality bites and then we move back home. There's no shame in that as well. Oh, definitely. I think in the last couple of years we've had um, the whole black tax discussion where people have said, hey, the family is a burden, the family is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> how happy you are right now to have been looking after that family because you can go back. Um, so for some people who have been carrying that burden of black tax, they will be welcomed back into the family home. For those who have been carrying black tax as a burden and running away from responsibility, they might have difficulty moving back um, to the family home. And that's, those are some of the reasons why, you know, um, we've had these topics covered over the years. So for, for young people, there's actually zero shame in moving back home. Um, it's the best thing you can do right now. You don't have a wife, you don't have, or you don't have a husband, or you don't have children, and you can't do it. Give up that rental apartment because you don't actually building an asset for yourself. Go back home. Um, it's a different story, obviously, if it's a, a, a mortgage bond, but still there are options, I would say. Definitely sit to your financial planning professional. Maybe you can rent out that property, move back home um, if you can. I hear some young people saying, ah, me, buy a new house. I love my mama's house. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, there's others who are now, the ones who are at home are now realizing, you know what, I, I, was, I was eyeing moving out, but actually I think it's a bad idea. Um, sharing your expenses with the family at this time is probably um, one way you can definitely save because you, you have a scenario where there's security and safety in numbers. Um, whereas if you're out there on your own in the suburbs with an empty fuel tank with fuel having gone up at midnight, you're already feeling the pink. And, you know, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, there's new expenses which have come into our budgets now. So budgeting is important. Things like data costs. Um, because you have to have access to data now just to keep your job. And if you cannot participate in those meetings, you're putting yourself um, uh, as a moving target for any retracement which might happen in the future. Yeah, I Gonzima. indeed. No, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely the most challenging financial time we've seen. Um, in the last decade, so it's very important. I'll definitely say to anyone listening, ways to save. Log on, get onto those webinars. There's 10,000 reasons for you to um, join those webinars. Besides increasing your knowledge, but at this time, it's 
um, very important for you to have wise counsel in terms of how you move and progress forward. And remember, we're all individuals who manage our own financial economy. So my economy is not the same as yours. We may even drive the same car and live in the same area, but it doesn't mean that financially we're, we're facing the same challenges. So it's important for you to look at yourself and say, how can I help myself? Don't ask anybody else. Do it on your own. Ways to save.co.za or savingsinstitute.co.za. Log on to those webinars. Find and participate in these webinars. And I will assure you that it will give you a little bit of peace of mind in terms of how to navigate um, and find that financial resilience in challenging times. Godfrey, Godfrey Tabs on uh, Twitter says uh, he's listening attentively to you, Gerald, and uh, he loves your fate. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, it's just a, an acronym. You know, it's easy to remember these things, but I think it's important that when we when we are looking at saving, we, we focus on the categories where we can actually make the most impact to our finances, and those are those four categories. Um, how we live, F for food, A, accommodation, how we um, live in terms of our bond. Um, so it's how we eat, how we live. Um, the T is how we travel. So for some of us now, um, staying at home is probably a good thing with petrol going up, but it's probably a bad thing because you're paying for a car that is parked in a garage, um, accumulating dust. And also, you might have to start thinking of repurposing that car. Um, suddenly, there's been the rise of um, food delivery because suddenly no one leaves their home. So maybe you can reassign that asset to do some delivery work and pay for itself then sit in the garage. And the last one is E, how we educate. We all know that we've had some of us have had to teach our children um, on online. And we're suddenly asking ourselves, hey, 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 why have I been paying so much for teachers when I'm actually pretty good at teaching my own child? Um, I think there's going to be a rise of home learning, especially for, for those who realize that they might be um, paying a, little, a premium which is not worth it on the cost of education. Or you might make that choice for the season to say, you know what, until things stabilize financially in the home, let's educate the child at home for a year or two. Um, the Department of Basic Education has a curriculum for home learning. Register your child. We need to make tough decisions. There's no easy decision which you can make at this time. Everybody's feeling the strain, but the decisions you make now may impact your finances for the next five to ten years. Yeah, it's trouble times. Now, Gerald, obviously, the dreaded uh, retrenchments and the holding on to money long enough to survive until, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. What, what, what do you say to people who are f facing that uh, horrible prospect? I think, you know, you need to exercise wisdom because the usual argument is if I'm retrenched, do I pay off my debt uh, or do I do I save the money for uh, for the future? I think you need to find that fine balance because um, often I say, okay, you can't, it depends on everyone's individual situation, but often there's no point in paying off debt or partially paying off debt and then being ITC'd because you don't have a job. Um, um, it's actually more important to try and prepare for the future in terms of saying, okay, um, at this time, can I do online learning on entrepreneurship? Can I find a way in which the amount I get from my retrenchment can be used to generate a small income going forward? So suddenly all those small incomes we used to, you know, stick to look down on are now very important. And uh, if I say to anyone listening right now, would you gladly take an extra income a month of a thousand rand? 
suddenly people will say yes. But two, three months ago, most people would say, I doesn't read it, it was not worth my time. And I think that's how we need to um, go down now into, into our finances, into micromanaging them, um, your bank charges. That 300 rand you are paying, suddenly it's a lot of money um, on a premium bank account. Um, that airport lounge, you'll not be flying anywhere anytime soon. So is it important to have those privileges with associated with that bank account? Perhaps it's time to shop around. And that's how savings begins, where you take it down to a micro level of combing through your finances and building those, that financial resilience. Um, and importantly for married couples, it's also that time for you to actually um, unite and, and actually make up financially. I think, you know, um, one of the unsaid things around this lockdown is that those um, of us who are um, of looser morals who have been supporting additional households or additional secret people, um, the lockdown has brought husbands and wives back together in terms of looking at each other and realizing, you know what, we're stuck in this together. Suddenly, it's that right opportunity for couples to also talk money openly. So if you're registering yourself on the Ways to Save um, website, make sure you log on and you put your wife right there next to you because it's that time when you can re-engage with each other. And if you've been someone who's been looked after and been blessed, you suddenly realize realizing that a blesser is not an income. Um, you need to find a way to, for you to actually survive and, and be productive on your own. And uh, these are the real conversations, you know, because a lot of the time these are the things we ignore, but they're hidden in plain sight. Let's face them, let's confront them, and let's all survive um, into the next year. I think uh, blessers are going to go on retirement pretty soon. <laughs> blessers are suddenly coming through at a premium because um, only someone who has the strongest income can be deciding to bless at this time. I think right now everybody realizes the importance of family and some everybody realizes that uh, in the past they've been bleeding money and I think it's going to be um, pretty difficult to convince some blessers to retake their roles um, when the lockdown expires. Gerald, we love you, you and your team, for putting together these webinars. I'm hoping as many people uh, can get in. There's 10,000 rands to win. There's a lot of wisdom from the, uh, you know, a variety of uh, experts in, in terms of personal finance, saving, and otherwise. So please go to ways to save the CO. And lastly, I just want to thank our partners because I know I need to do it. Um, uh, APSA have really stepped in. That 10,000 rand is not free money. Um, it, it's money which somebody, which the bank has decided is it's a good cause. So everybody, but let's participate. Trust me, um, it's going to be a, a great webinar series, and it's going to go right through into Women's Month. So let's let's have those money conversations we sometimes shy away from. Gerald, we thank you enough, uh, so much. Power to you and your team. I will see you on the webinars. I'll tell you if I can afford to bless Khabu or maybe... I'm going to look for your name on the webinar. If you're not there, I'm sending you an automatic link. Thank you very much for your time. Many thanks, Gerald. A blessed day to you. All right. <laughs> the acting CEO of uh, the South African uh, Institute for Savings, uh, the South African uh, Savings Institute, General Dimwandiambira, uh, please go to waystosave.co.za because uh, this is going to save a whole lot of us and uh, give us uh, you know, a new lease on life, as it were. Yeah, Kunzim.